sanguine. Yeah, we are a community of faith that are optimistic. We are discovering the mystery and intrigue of a walk of faith. So welcome. So excited you're here today. Well, 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 you family of uh, impactors and change agents, welcome to another of the Sanguine Podcast where we... No matter what the atmosphere or the climate is, and I mean like that stuff you can feel, not what the weather's like outside, although sometimes that plays a role, but no matter how dark it is, you are seeing light and you are putting positive back into the world around you and the people around you, and don't lose heart. Keep going. We need you more than ever, and I know that we grow weary and we grow, grow fatigued and it feels like it's not making a difference, but it is. Let me tell you, it is. And I'll just pray for you right now that God just puts encouragement in your heart right now, that the Holy Spirit just puts encouragement and that you have some wonderful interactions and you feel his incredible, powerful strength. Because one of the things about this whole, in my last podcast, you know, I got real poo-poo on the terminology and being a Christian because I think it means absolutely nothing now. And I think it actually has negative connotations because there have been so many, uh, let's just say evil or selfish men and women that have twisted things that have made so much of the faith into something that is absolutely not. And it's not what the scriptures say, and it's not true to the translations. And so we have this thing right now that has become so much more complex than the simplicity of what the faith that is espoused in the Bible, and it's not even faith, it's a relationship. If you read the scriptures, and I always encourage you to go to those ancient texts, read them in context and in a whole. If you haven't ever read the Bible all the way through, it's something that if this is something that you're curious about or it's gonna be, it's part. It's already been part of your life. You need that. You need that whole thing because the Bible is about relationship and our relationship and our interaction and the deep love that our God has for us and the lengths that he has went to uh, reconnect with us and keep connected with us and making like uh, guidelines and, uh, you know, they're called commandments. They are for our health and benefit. You can't look at any of them and argue how we benefit and we thrive as human beings by looking at that. So welcome, and you guys make a huge difference, and I so appreciate you. I have been, and today's no different. I'm kind of getting on this uh, rant of generalizations and something that I don't necessarily like to do, but boy, I've, I've been out there and I've been having a lot of interactions with people that, and I think you guys can relate to this when you give a lot or you're in conflict a lot, which I definitely don't mind those things, but it kind of, it does drain your energy. And so you have to refill yourself. And where I was going before is that, you know, what we have in our relationship, we don't serve a weak God. And we are not in relationship to a weak God. And we are not in relationship with this dictatorial God. We are in relationship with our creator who desperately desires relationship with us, wants us to see, wants us to become all we can possibly be. He knows our potential. He also knows our weaknesses and he's well acquainted with those, but he wants to see our potential. And so, yeah, there is this unique and I think it's so misunderstood and it just it brings ache to my heart because these interactions I think a lot of these interactions and I don't know for sure this is a sermon and this is I think from my own experience so much of religion 
has wounded people, has crushed things in people that they know inside of them is genuine. People know what genuine relationships are like. People want to be in relationships where people are wanting them to succeed because they know they can make a difference and they can become a change agent. And people also know when they've been used, when they've been manipulated and, uh, Yeah, I've had a lot of frustration around that. So I apologize if this is not your favorite stick, but I think it's, it's good things to think about and it's, uh, it's good to go there and re-examine and get back in to the scriptures and get back into our relationship with God to help us like, uh, make our journey complete. One of the things that has been hugely distasteful for me is the arrogance of some people and, uh, I I think I mentioned this in the last podcast. I've had interactions with a fella that he has arrived. And I can tell you through my interactions with him, wherever he has arrived, I don't want to go there. Man, it is so distasteful. I don't know. Uh, <sighs> Let me just tell you the best example that you can be is living in the fullness and delight and the freedom of being a free functional person arrogance. And uh, that is so distasteful and disrespect for people that the perception is, at least in this fellow's eyes, they're not worth it because they're ignorant and they haven't arrived. You have to know if you're a seeker out there or you just have questions or you have started this walk of faith, but you have doubts, I so welcome you because the journey is so important. The journey is where we get refined. The journey is where we get knowledge. The journey is such a wonderful part of who we are in our relationship. And God uses our journey to teach us and grow us. And so, wow, I got really sidetracked. Anyway, it's not where I wanted to go today, but <laughs> yeah, I went there. And so, sorry, uh, some things to think about. And I'm, I'm probably still stuck on the last session I did. And so, uh, yeah, Tom, sometimes things keep churning and keep processing. But here is the plug for... Uh, the sanguinefaith.com website where you can find hats, t-shirts, which links to my greater store, which is tumbobaldwin.com. And uh, you can find more stuff there. It's a great way if you want to support me and get something back. I so appreciate it. It goes into buying equipment and just improving things around here, finishing up my little camper that's going to be my podcast studio. So I just have to tell you, I greatly appreciate it. I But really, truly, the best thing that you could ever do for me, and it is my heart's desire, is just to share this podcast with somebody that maybe is searching or maybe is struggling with their faith. Because that, I'll tell you, there's no greater reward than knowing that I've helped somebody along on the journey or maybe to question some things that have been hindering them, to let them be set free into this genuine faith walk. I care nothing of religion and tradition. I don't. I care about a relationship with a God that just went the distance for me, loves me, wants to see impact and success in our lives because he knows that we will make a difference and we will save and go out there and win, save, win, whatever you want to call it, those people that he loves so much, which is everyone. Okay. And you're just like, why doesn't he do that? We'll go back and listen to some of my other podcasts. I'm, I'm not going to go there right now. Today, what I want to talk about, and I'm not going to go there very long because I just want to open up, maybe piss you off. Okay. This may really torque some of you off and you may 100% disagree with me. Please email me at 406bigt at gmail.com because I would love to talk about it. But 
probably will name this podcast Taboo. And it is something that has been a huge frustration for me. And I kept silent for a lot of years because there was a lot of pushback in the quote unquote Christian community. And I don't necessarily know that that includes what the Sanguine podcast is, is that people are in this active, genuine walk with Jesus, the Father, and the Holy Spirit. And that's all that matters. And they read the Bible for themselves and they teach themselves. This is the... Uh, it may include that crowd because oftentimes this crowd interacts with that because we love fellowship and really a podcast, there's no fellowship. I mean, we, we can have interaction, but not so much. So Tom ramble, ramble, ramble. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. What? Anyway, <laughs> this, uh, this community, which yeah, the people that go to church on Sunday and it eases their consciousness because their parents went to church and it doesn't go much farther than that. And when people are sick, they ask for prayer, but they really probably have more faith in the doctor. And that is just on me. I have more faith in my God. I have more faith in an active life of faith and its impact in my world and the world around me than I necessarily do. I believe humans can make a difference, but humans engage with God are incredible. They are the power tools. They are the change agents. And so that is you. And so I appreciate you. And if you're on the outskirts, that can be you. And if you're a spiritual person and you're here, you're probably already making a difference. And you can even be used when a quote unquote, you're on the outside, but I think you're just on the outside walking towards and in. And so welcome. Um, no judgments here. And I welcome you. Welcome your thoughts and your interactions. But anyway, getting back to pissing you off. Okay. That is the important point here. <laughs> and maybe not. Um, maybe not, but I realized when I was young that in, in the faith, so young teenager, you know, I got saved later in my teen years, you know, 17, 18, you know, I think it was actually like 16 and a half. I was driving and dangerous. Yeah, really. <laughs> and, uh, wrecked a car on Mother's Day and got saved on Mother's Day by my stepmother. Long, long story, but we're, we're not going to go there. Another sidetrack here, um, but what I realized early on is that there were just certain things that were taboo in the Christian community. And I got to thinking, I was like, you know, God has created pretty much everything and he created us and he created how we function. But there were things out there and some of these things have come around like alternative med medicine, like it used to be in the early days, Adrian and I, we've always used natural medicine and alternative medicine and probably went way far on the edge. And you know, we kept it kind of quiet, but when we would offer it to our, and I, I believe a lot of these people were believers, but they were, uh, oh gosh, and I hate to use this because it is something that uh, people outside a biblical faith use, narrow-minded, they're so narrow-minded when we're like, hey, try some echinacea and help support your immune system, taboo, because that was part of the new age movement. Now, a lot of this is changing, which I'm hugely grateful but I found that in so many things like meditations, you know, there are aspects of a lot of things out there in the new age movement, but they have stolen and they have put their name on. And so we don't touch them. They are, and this is probably where I'm going to piss you off and I'm going to get a lot of pushback and I'm ready for it. And, uh, I, I would argue with you and we may never come to an agreement, but there are things that we don't go after and we don't touch that we're part of God's creation. Did not God not call all the plants and animals and those things that consist of herbs and the tinctures and even homeopathy, okay? We're getting out there, things that work on a vibrational level. Well, if you're sitting in a chair, you're sitting on something that is vibrating very violently 
at a molecular level. A nuclear, no, it would be an atomic level. Sorry, I'm no scientist, but I do know some stuff. So everything around you, your perception is that it's not moving, but the truth is that it's moving and there's huge spaces in between those. And so some of the stuff that was considered taboo, and I'm so glad that some of it is coming on Main Street, but like acupuncture, you know, that was like voodoo, this witchcraft. And now the science is proving that electrons travel along the surface of your skin and that they redirect energy, those electron energy, to places that need healing. And scientifically, it's proven if there's more blood flow and there's more energetic, like, and basically it is blood flow, healing happens faster, restoration happens faster. But so many things, because, oh, that's cultish or that's from ancient Chinese tradition. And it's one of my huge frustrations with the quote-unquote church is that out of ignorance, lack of understanding, and just going there and trying. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> this is another Christian term that I've heard so much. Don't be so open-minded that your brain leaks out. There is this perception that Christians are weak, and the Christian faith is weak, and we are so vulnerable, and we are so susceptible. Well, when I read the Bible, and I read about Jesus, and I read about his incredible strength, and that he wants us to be in relationship with him, and that he puts a deposit of himself in us, it is such vomit thinking to think that we're so weak and susceptible. I think because we think we're weak and susceptible, and you've heard me talk about the imagination and your thoughts. So if your thoughts are that, oh my gosh, if, I, if I'm if i open-minded towards this stuff, it's going to come in and I'm going to become demon-possessed. And wow. And uh, yeah, you probably are that weak and you probably are a pansy and a pussy. I'm sorry. That is not what Christians were meant to do. You know, the Christians like Stephen that got stoned for his faith, you know, that is the material and the makeup of Christians that Peter was hung upside down on a cross, you know, substantive, man, they're made out of substance. And so this whole thing is like, you can't go there. You can't go there. God has given you intelligence. God has given you wisdom. Now, I think you need to be smart and you need to use this thing because I think a lot of people are just really stupid and they'll like jump into a pool before they learn how to swim. That's just plain stupid. And that is an insult to God, not using your brain. And so to go and to maybe find these things, bring them back into the face. Some of these wonderful breathing techniques that people are like, that's invoking a demon. Well, I'm sure that people probably use it for that. Does that mean that that technique is just bad? Yeah, probably going to piss some of you off, probably going to disagree. No, God created our physiology. God knows our physiology. He is the master and the master creator. And maybe you're coming to a point as we're talking, you're realizing that you don't necessarily believe all the stuff I'm saying that God is in charge. He created everything. He created those like things, that breathing techniques that relax you, the simple things like doing a a really good shake after you've had a traumatic event that it does so much for your physiology to let go. And it's classified, oh, that's part of this movement or that's part of that. No, it is part of your creator's design for you. And it's been stolen and it's been labeled. And once it's labeled by the new age or a cult or something like that, we don't touch it. Okay. I'm of the mindset. Maybe I'm a Christian ranger or a Christian Navy SEAL. I'm going in to the enemy lines. I'm going to bring that back. Okay. I'm not fearful 
but I'm also not ignorant. I say founded. I have friends where I talk about things and I read the Bible and I weigh things over that. And yes, I go and I try a lot of these things and have experiences because I have built a sermon and you're just like, Tom, you're, you're in for trouble. And, uh, <laughs> Hey, Maybe you're right. I'm not so arrogant to say that I'm 100% right, but I have been doing it for a long time. And you know what? My heart grows deeper in my relationship with my God, my desire to share his wonder and his like absolute love for people. I tell you, every year, every month, it grows more intense and the wonder of what he's created and designed. And I think he's looking for believers to go out there and take that stuff back, bring it back into his name. That belonged to Father God, Creator, Jesus Christ, Creator, Holy Spirit, Creator. Those are his and those are his giftings. And I can guarantee you there is this mindset that the pharmaceutical companies are like the uh, acceptable thing to do in the Christian faith. I, I give it 10 years and Christians are going to realize how evil and diabolical some of those corporations are, and that the natural processes of your immune system, the way that God designed it, that he designed it to live off a whole healthy food, and it is strong. Now, so much of that has been corrupted. Same thing. You go to a Christian potluck, it is full of crap food. Nothing that our Savior would ever serve on his table. Nothing that would be on the Savior's banquet table at the bride's wedding feast. We would not have the crap that we put at potlucks. None of that. Because it tears down and devastates the wonder and creation that God has in you. Ouch, right? Ouch. Stop eating that. Stop hating yourself. Stop insulting your Savior by doing that. Ouch, 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 you Tom, right or wrong? Yeah, uh, I suspect that you felt a little bit of the burn because even I am. Do I get it perfect? Absolutely not. Did I have like crap last night? Absolutely, I did. And am I feeling it today? Absolutely. The point is that your Savior, your Father, and your Comforter They are strong. They endue power and strength into those that are part of the family. And if you've joined the family and you're grafted in, you're strong and you've been enlisted to go and make a difference. And maybe you're one like me that you're going out there, you're taking some of that stuff back that some other like religion, movement, whatever you want to call it, put a name on, but that belongs into the creator because he is the creator. All things, these weird processes that we're discovering, like the silly shaking, the box breath, the different breathing techniques that can make a world of difference. And you're like, Oh Tom, well that, that takes you into a trance state. I guess you probably haven't read things like Daniel's vision and John on the Isle of Patmos. And uh, man, you know, if you read it outside of your legalistic Christian experience, those are tripping experience. Those are freaking tripping experiences. Am I saying that they were tripping? No, but there is this other dimension and we're so stuck and we live in four dimensions. We have a spirit, but we refuse to go there. And what does John say? He was in the spirit. There is this other dimension that we have so little experience with, but it is meant to be an active part. It is not to be meant to be taboo. And I 
the new age movement and those other movements are moving into that fourth dimension. And I feel like they have power and control because we don't allow ourselves to be led by the Holy Spirit into those places where we understand and we have insight. Like John had tremendous insight. Even to this day, we are trying to gain understanding about what he saw so long ago. And it is time for believers that have that kind of insight to have knowledge that the New Age movement, those other movements, Buddhists, Hindus, do not have because we are allowing ourselves to be led and we have not, I hate to say it, we put God in this box. God, it's okay for you to be here and not go here. If we really read the scriptures and we take it outside of our perceptions and what's okay, that's crazy stuff. And it's backed by historical record that backs up the validity and the authenticity and the believability of the Bible. Yeah, it's crazy. And so, yes, Tom's getting a little on the ram because I am ready to see the strength and power of genuine believers. Yeah, I think there's a lot of, there's either a lot of babies or there's a lot of people that have a label that's really not true. And it's going to be like the sheep and the goats where Jesus says, hey, I never knew you. You had the trappings of what appears to be me, but you weren't. And what is that in that parable that's described? Intimate love of humanity, because that is God's creation. And God loves when we serve what he loves and we go after what he loves, and that is people. And I'm just gonna end with one last scripture. You'll have to look it up in the Old Testament for yourself. But when the Ark of the Covenant was put with a bunch of other idols and uh, in this storage place and all the other idols kept falling over, okay, it's just a funny, I think it's funny, who is the strongest? Yeah, we'll just end on that. You may need to revive and fortify your faith. You are not part of the weak. You are part of the best the strongest, the absolute. And maybe you just need to tap into that. So, hey, community, I appreciate you. The best thing you can do for me and support me is pass this along to somebody, share this. Um, I just, I, I seek to <laughs> impact more people. I have a heart for people. I love people, which is strange because I really am an introvert. You're just like what I am. But hey, I love you. I appreciate you. Keep doing the good work. You are fantastic. And uh, may the Holy Spirit just uh, bless you with his presence and impact this week. And uh, yeah, have a great week with him and Jesus and the Father. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. Just some exit notes here. If uh, you're listening to this, you're listening to one of three podcasts. There are two other podcasts you might be interested in. So there is my Sanguine podcast. There is the Yup podcast and a podcast specifically designed for encouraging women of all ages. The Yes Women podcast. I just encourage you to go and try some more of Tom Baldwin's podcast.